The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to April. How are we even in April? This is insane. I caught up with a few of my clients last week. I had a client dinner and just invited a bunch of my epic clients to come along and enjoy some wine and some beautiful food. And it was so fun that I've decided to continue to do that throughout the year. I feel like I have such incredible clients that I just wanted to introduce them to each other because often I will be talking to one client. I'd be like, oh, you need to meet this person because she can help you here or she can help support you here. And or she just is an amazing person and you need to follow her on socials. And I am constantly doing that. And so I thought to myself, well, why not bring people together? I love in-person connections. I love running little mini events. And so this is my new way of doing that. And I cannot wait to continue to do this and let it be a little tradition this year. And also I launched my Thrive Retreat. Super excited for this, which is happening in June. Uh, A few beautiful people have actually four beautiful people have already booked their spots and it is shaping up to be an epic group. So that means there are only a few spots left and there are only two room types available. So if you are thinking about joining us in June, then make sure that you definitely hit the link in the show notes and come and join us. If you have any questions at all, or if you'd like to do a direct deposit instead of booking through the event link, you can do that by sending me a DM on Instagram or messenger, Facebook message, or an email. I'll put it all in the show notes for you. So on today's podcast episode, I want to talk to you all about what to do when some clients aren't your jam. I've been having this happen with a few clients recently where they come to work with me because they're so burnt out. They are literally to the point of like, I don't know if I can do this business anymore. I am busy because I'm really good at what I do, but I'm having some challenges with some clients. And it's not that they don't like them. It's just that they're challenging to work with and Often what this is actually telling me is a few different things. So one, it means that you're not necessarily attracting aligned clients that are the absolute best clients that are going to become raving fans of yours. Two, it could be that you are undercharging and so you're not charging enough. And so you're actually attracting people who often want a lot for a little. And so by raising your prices, you kind of set yourself apart from others and then you really start to attract the aligned clients that you're really looking for. Or three, you haven't actually set clear boundaries and non-negotiables with your clients. And so you are not training them how to treat you in the way that you want to be treated. So I'm going to go through those three key things today and what to do and how to move clients on if they're not aligned with you and how to start attracting the clients that you want. So one of my clients came to me and said that I'm just so bogged down with the client work with work that I'm not really loving anymore. And I'm feeling like I'm getting a little bit resentful towards these clients, even though I really like them, but it's just because it's not the stuff that I really like to do. So firstly, in that situation, we want to get super clear on who it is that we do want. 
because in the early stages of business sometimes, or we even continue to do this actually if we're not aware of it, is that we just keep saying yes. We just keep saying yes to whatever comes our way instead of actually getting super clear on who it is that you really want to work with and start putting in some strategies that are going to attract those level of clients. So firstly, do you know who you want and what you don't want? Because it could be based on the types of tasks that you would like to be doing in your business where you want to be focusing, or it could be the level of client when it comes to what they chart, what you're charging. So if you feel like you're actually attracting the wrong level of client, you want to ask yourself why that is. Start with just asking yourself, who do you want to work with and who don't you want to work with? Because that can help you get super clear on who it is that you're looking for. And then you want to do a little business audit and look at yourself, look at your business, look at yourself, look at your socials and ask yourself, why am I attracting these level of clients and why am I not attracting the clients I do want to work with? Now, sometimes you can do this yourself. Other times you may need a fresh set of eyes to look at it and go, oh, it's actually because you're using this language or it's actually because your dream clients are looking for this in you and you're not portraying that. Maybe you're not showing the aspiration of who they want to work with. Maybe you're not showing the type of work that you actually want right? So if you specifically want to work with someone who wants, for instance, it all done for them, but you only offer do it yourself, then you want to really start to consider why you're not offering done for you services, right? So it might be the specific things that you're sharing of what your offerings, or it could be that you're not showing up in the way that they really want to work with you, right? You're not sharing with them the types of things that you do, how you help them, the transformation that you create. And that is actually sending them to then someone else that is showing the results that they can achieve by working with you. So you really want to start to look at all different aspects of your business and ask yourself, like, why am I not attracting my dream clients? What am I not saying? Who am I not being because of who I'm attracting? So sometimes it can happen from the fact of you actually saying yes to those levels of clients and they're not then referring on the right clients that you do want to work with. So you create this cycle of clients that aren't your jam and then you continue to like almost pigeonhole yourself into the same position so then you keep attracting the same level of client so the first things first is actually starting to say no which is super scary and so there's a couple of different ways that you can do this and this kind of leads into level two so understanding like where you're charging and is the price that you're charging on par with the level of client that you want to work with because if you really want this amazing dream client, you want to ask yourself, where is she currently spending her money? And is she being attracted to certain brands that are of a higher level or maybe a medium level? Doesn't necessarily mean that they're, you know, a low level client, because if you are offering like Kmart level services, but you want clients that spend money at say David Jones or Maya, then you could be barking up the wrong tree, right? So if you, that they will actually look at your pricing and go, oh, I don't think that's really going to be worth it. So I'm going to find someone with better quality. Does that make sense? So you want to start to get clear on where you're actually pricing yourself in the market. And so you want to start to consider your dream client from that perspective. What is she already spending money on? What does she value? And am I actually showing that? Am I putting that out to the world? Am I showing that on my social media? Am I showing that on my website? So then when my dream client lands on my website, she goes, yes, I want to work with this person. Because that could be the first step. You want to start attracting the dream clients. So then you can start to fire or let go of existing clients that aren't your jam. And I know that is super scary 
But there's a couple of different ways that you can do this. If you've recognized that you filled your diary, you filled your calendar with clients that aren't your jam, we want to start attracting those dream clients first so we can start replacing them because I don't want, to put, want you to put yourself into scarcity because if you put yourself into scarcity where you've literally fired half your clients and you've got no clients left, then you may be really struggling and I don't want that for you either. But you can do it in a slow process. So you can actually start to take on board some dream clients, start saying yes to them and start saying no to the clients that are coming your way that aren't your jam. And that actually helps to really determine that what's the right fit for you. And you're also telling the universe what you do want rather than what you don't want, right? Like if you keep accepting less than you deserve, the universe keeps sending you more of that. So you want to start to say no Two, it might be time to raise your prices. So you want to ask yourself, what do you want to put your prices up to? And you want to start letting your existing clients know when that's going to happen. So you start to then put it out in two months time or in three months time, there's going to be a price increase, letting you know ahead of time. You can even pay up front for a couple of months if you'd like to then get that get it at this price point before it then goes up to this price point. So then you're actually letting them know ahead of time. And then you've got time to also replace them, knowing that they're going to finish up with you in a month or two that you then get to replace them. Also, when you start to increase your prices and you start attracting your dream clients and you start getting a few of those dream clients on board at that higher price point, it feels much easier to then be able to let go of some existing clients because they're paying less than what you desire. And honestly, like the reason why they're most likely challenging is because the investment is low. So they're expecting so much from you. And I tell you, your higher value clients, your dream clients that want to spend more, will actually be better clients because they're more committed, they're less likely to devalue your work, and they're more likely to see the value in what it is that you're doing so that then you feel valued at the end of the experience with them, right? So we want to start there, right? Like increase your prices, start attracting your dream clients and start letting some of those not so dream clients go. Now you can let them know ahead of time that you're no longer going to be working with them. It could be that you close off the service. So you no longer offer that service and you rejig your services. It could be that you change your packages. So you may actually adjust your packages and the commitment level that you're expecting from them, knowing that they're not going to be able to continue on with you. And I know that sometimes feels harsh. So if you feel like that feels a bit out of your reach, you're like, oh, I don't really want to do that. Maybe consider who you could recommend them to. So it might be that you hand them off to someone else that is in their price range that is going to serve them. And you could actually build a really beautiful referral system up, right? So you could start to reach out to a couple of people that you think would be in the right price point that you think would do really good work and then actually set up an affiliate or a referral referral program with them where you can start handing clients over to them. If more of those clients still come your way, you can send them off to this other person. And so you're starting to create a reputation for who it is that you do want to work with right? So that people aren't going to start sending you other clients that aren't the right fit. The other thing you need to consider as well is if you're currently getting referrals, it would be worthwhile contacting that person or or organization that is referring and redefine who it is that you work with with them. Because if they don't know that that's shifted or changed, then they'll continue to do the same thing they've always done. Now you want to thank them obviously and show gratitude and then let them know the shift in the business or let them know that you're pivoting or let them know that you're changing who you're working with. So then they need to send send you the right clients. Then number three is about setting clear boundaries with your existing clientele and your new onboarding clientele, right? So if you're attracting new dream clients and you want to make sure that you're setting up clear boundaries right from the get-go, the first place I start with this is knowing your non-negotiables. What is important to you when it comes to who you work with and how you work with them? 
So for instance, for me, my non-negotiables are, I want to know that you're ready to do the work. I want to know that you've already been able to take action in your business and you've been able to show me that you can take action in your business. So you may have achieved certain milestones in your business already. I want to know that you're ready to do the deep inner work. And I usually have a couple of questions that I'll ask you when we first chat to discover whether you're ready to do that. And three, I want to know that you're ready to make a positive impact in the world. I feel like that's super important to me as a value of mine. I know that this is often very important to the clients that I work with. And so I'm looking for an impactful business. You know, I'm not working for just some random cheap product that, you know, you want to just sell on eBay. Like that's not type of business that I want to work with. I want to work with coaches and consultants and incredible creatives that are ready to make a positive difference in the world. And so those are the things that I'm looking for when I get on a call with someone so then I can determine that I'm the best fit for them too. Right. So you want to start to think about what are your non-negotiables? Now you don't have to clearly communicate those to your dream clients the way I'm doing with you right now. But you need to have them in the back of your mind. So when you're considering that, how is that being portrayed in your content? How is that being portrayed in your social media, in your website? How is that being portrayed in the way that you are communicating your message to the world? Because if that's not clear or if it's not being at least communicated on some level, then that's probably why you're not attracting those level of clients because you haven't actually communicated it. And then as you onboard clients, now this is a little bit different to your existing clientele, because if you've got existing clientele that are pushing your boundaries, pushing your buttons and aren't valuing your work, or if they are, you know, not showing up to appointments on time or they're not getting stuff back to you on time, they're not, or they're expecting a lot more from you than what you originally communicated to them, then that's actually on you. It's not on them. I want to to be really clear because if you haven't communicated this to them, it's not their fault that they're asking for things that you don't do or that you would rather not do. Because if you haven't communicated it, they don't know, right? So we want to think about it from the perspective of training people how we want to be treated. So with your existing clientele, setting new boundaries is a little bit of work and it can take a little bit of time. It's not something that's going to happen overnight because you've already trained them how to treat you for a period of time. So to change that behavior, we've got to start setting in clear boundaries from the beginning. So it might be that where you're at right now with these existing clients, you start to set some new boundaries. So it might be that you communicate that something is changing within the business that for, and I always like to look at it from the perspective of how can you communicate it? So it shows them that it's in their best interest that you're doing this, right? So it might be, maybe you have a boundary around times. So maybe clients are calling you or contacting you out of hours and that's really challenging and you really don't want to be responding to a message at eight o'clock at night, which I totally get. I wouldn't either. So you may be communicating that your availability or your response time is going to be changing. So I want to let you know that I respect your time and I know that you need your downtime after hours and on the weekends. So my hours for being able to respond to you is going to change. It's going to go back to nine till 6 p.m. So if you message me after 6 p.m., please know that I will respond to you within the work hours the next day. And You want to communicate if there's urgencies, because in some businesses, there are no urgencies. Nothing can possibly happen after 6 p.m., right? So you want to think about that for your business. If nothing can be changed or updated or fixed or worked on after 6 p.m., then don't offer communication after those hours, 
because it's pointless anyway. Because if you can't make any changes until 9am the next morning, you're impacting your own downtime and that's causing resentment and that's causing frustration and impatience. And you're showing up the next day annoyed right from the get-go, which is not a great way to be in your business. It's also not a great way to start your day and it'll impact other clients that you communicate with throughout the day. So you want to start to set those clear boundaries and you may need to re-communicate them a few times. And the most important part about this is that you uphold the boundary with yourself, right? What can happen, and I see this with business owners, is that they they create this new boundary and they put it in place. They let the clients know, but then the client contacts them again after 6 p.m. and then they respond. And I'm like, no, stop doing that. (laughs) Please do not respond because you're teaching them how to treat you. So you need to uphold the boundary just as much as they do. And then so once you've worked on your existing clients, then you want to work on how you onboard your new clients, because it is much easier to uphold a boundary if you've set it from the beginning. So I remember in the earlier stages of my business, I used to say on my discovery calls that you actually get access to me with a one, as a one-on-one client, you get access to me via Voxer, which is a voice messaging service. It's like having me in your pocket 24 seven. You can literally pull your phone out, send me a message, and I'll get back to you pretty quickly. Now, I can't do that all the time. Now, I have learned through the experience of when I offer that, it gets used 24-7. So I would get messages at 4 a.m. I would get messages on a Sunday, 8 a.m. And for me to manage my energy to best support my clients, I need to have my downtime too. So I had to set those clear boundaries. And the way that I did it first is I did it for myself first. So I worked out how on the app, on the my Voxer app, that I can actually have the app turn off at certain times throughout the day in the evening. So it would switch off from 6 p.m. and then turn back on the next day at 8 a.m. so that I know that I've got time to check the messages and get back to people before my first client. And so I made sure that I was setting the boundary with myself. I then communicated that to the clients that that was changing because I realized that also it was exactly the same as I was saying to you before. There's nothing I could do or support you know, say or do at 8 p.m. at night, it's best that you just go to sleep, (laughs) get a good night's sleep and I'll chat to you in the morning because when it comes to your business, you really shouldn't be working on at 8 p.m. at night. It's probably no good things that can happen after that time. And so I feel like sometimes you need to do the boundary with yourself and think that it doesn't change your value. I think that's one of the biggest things that I had to realize is that even though I was offering that service, I didn't need to be available 24-7 for there to be incredible value and then getting access to me in between sessions, right? My clients say it's one of the most invaluable tools that I offer because we're actually working on a problem as it's happening, not waiting for the next coaching session to be able to ask the question, to get guidance or just to get support or to celebrate you when you've had this massive win. Like I had a client message me the other day and she'd had this massive win. She was literally, we'd been working towards hitting her 20K milestone within her business, 20K a month. And she, when she first started with me, she was petering on 10K a month. So it wasn't consistent. She was doing like 10K one month, the next month it would just be below and the next month it would just be over. So she was on that income roller coaster. And so we've been working on that and been working on her money mindset, been working on her self-worth and all of the things that I do with my one-on-one clients. And she messaged me out of nowhere and she's like, you won't believe what's happening. All of these new leads that are absolute dream clients are coming my way. And not only that, but with the last few clients that I've just signed on board, it means I'm going to have a 30K month. And I was like, 
oh my God, like what happened to the 20K? Like she literally just surpassed the 20K goal and went straight to 30, which is just nuts. And she was literally messaging me going, this is hectic. This is ballistic. Like what, how is this even happening? And we just got to celebrate that together, right? And so sometimes we don't have people in our lives where we get to be truly, honestly celebrated in such a massive way that she got to do that. And that's what they love. Like my clients freaking love that they get access to me in between coaching sessions. So that also then I love it too, because that means that I can make the coaching sessions really in depth and supportive of their next breakthrough. And we're not spending half the time just chit chatting about what's been happening in between. Yeah. So really think about what you offer and where you need to put better boundaries in place. So then you're not depleting your energy externally to the work that you are doing with that client. Honestly, it makes you better at what you do and they value you more, which then means that they are more committed, which means then they're actually going to become raving clients, raving fans of your work. So honestly, boundaries is one of the hardest things to do. I get it. This is why I work with my clients on this, but it's one of the biggest things that you can do to support your growth of your business and support your client relationship. Okay, so let's recap. The top three things you need to consider if you're finding that you've got clients that are just not your jam. One, why aren't you attracting them? Get super clear on who you want to be attracting and figure out why you're not attracting them. Two, it could be that you're not charging enough. So you're filling your calendar with clients that are less than desirable and they and you feel like you need to fully book yourself in order to earn the income that you would like to earn when really you need to actually increase your prices and fill your diary with clients that are absolutely amazing, that value what you do, that pay on time, that also see the quality in the work that you do and really value what you do. And thirdly, figure out what your non-negotiables are and set clear boundaries with your existing clients because you're most likely feeling like they're not your jam because they're not treating you the way that you want to be treated. And two, Make sure that you're onboarding clients with really clear boundaries so then you can keep that relationship intact and not get to the point where you are just bogged down doing things that you don't want to do and being treated in the way that you don't want to be treated. I hope this episode has served you. If you're feeling called to be a part of the Thrive Retreat, I would love you to come and join us. Make sure that you hit the link in the show notes and check it out. And if you have any questions, let me know. I hope you have an incredible week. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.